Hi everyone, welcome to Sport Talk. We are host Josh and Pacey, and today we'll be talking about boxing and MMA. So, Pacey, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Um, not too bad, not too bad. Um, so anyway, how did you feel about the Canelo fight? Uh, Canelo destroyed him, really, didn't he? It wasn't really fair, yeah. a fair fight. <laughs> not really a fight, uh, it was more... Yeah. Callum Smith, at the end of the day, all respect to him, but oh, yeah. he made... He made a lot of excuses in the press conference afterwards, and that just didn't feel justified. Yeah, uh, it's probably just a hurt. It's his first loss, so you can understand where he's coming from in that sense, but... Yeah, deflate your ego a little bit. Yeah. I'll see why he was down about it, but... It would have oh, been yeah. To see him shake hands and him... He can still go and win stuff, but... Oh, yeah, he can not win Canelo's stuff. around. Canelo's just going to show him on every level. It's... It's crazy. Yeah, Canelo's um, just clean sweep. Yes. I don't think there's a better boxer in the world right now. Oh, I mean, definitely. Mayweather's past his prime, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, Mayweather's gone. Um, yeah, he's off fighting the pools. Did you hear about... Um, he's fighting Logan, obviously, at the end of the month in February. <laughs> it is. Um, oh. <laughs> and he's... Um, He's, fight, he's asked to fight 50 Cent and he's asked to fight Jake Paul as well this year, um, by the end of 2021. <laughs> he wants to fight everyone, apparently. So, um, he's kind of this No, I think uh, Lopez was put it the best on Twitter. He posted about how it's destroying boxing's reputation. It's not. Oh, definitely. You know, it's no longer the big sport it was once. Um, yeah. It's kind of sad to see it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, boxing is very paid to win now. A great example of that, Jake Paul. Thoughts on Jake Paul's oh, performance recently? Uh, he's not bad. Like, I, I hate the guy, but like, I've got to give him credit where credit's due. Like, he's putting he's putting work, and he's done he's done quite well, to be fair. Um, yeah, especially in his first fight against um, Anderson Gibb. Like, as much as I wanted Gibb to win, I got to give it where. I gotta give it to We him. all wanted Gib to win. Big giver. Seven figure giver. We all wanted uh, it. UK yeah. were waiting. Big giver. Uh, we're all waiting for it, but it just didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a sad night for boxing. Yeah. But we can't dwell on the past. Um no. his fight against Nate Robson. What did you think of that though? <sighs> I don't know, he, like, he's quite good. Like as I said, as much as I hate the guy, he's pretty decent. Um yeah. like, he's got potential in the sport. So, right. yeah, I don't know how I feel. Yeah, I, don't I feel know. he's too cocky for his own good. He's now in a fight with Ben Askren that got announced, I think, two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, they're obviously having this beef and Jake's following his girlfriend on social media, but Jake's only following up one other person on social like yeah. all this rubbish, petty stuff, but like Jake but can work exactly. Like he can actually box. So. Can box, but he's fighting wrestlers, like people who are notoriously known for wrestling. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not good at throwing hands. If he come out and said, "Right, 
I want to be in the ring with Floyd Mayweather or fucking Canelo Alvarez from the start, I'd be like, okay, yeah, if you so can go and put a performance, I'll rate that. But exactly. it's the fact he's going for grapplers. He even said in a recent interview, I think it was, with some YouTube channel that I can't remember the name of, sorry. Um, but he literally come out and said that he's going for UFC fighters yeah. instead of boxing. But I'm sorry, you can't build a professional career in boxing fighting UFC fighters, you know? He's trying to uh, get it kind of handed to him, maybe. Um, yeah. He's kind of going for the kind of lighter and kind of people who are not into that touch. Um, so it's going to make him look better on the first hand. So He rejected a fight against uh, Conor McGregor's sparring partner for Dustin Poirier, uh, which yeah. we'll touch on a bit later, obviously. Um, oh, obviously. He rejected the fight, uh, like a uh, dog fight, this bloke put it. I can't remember his name, but they basically arranged to get a plane over there and have a spar match, a dog fight, and winner yeah. takes all. Um, and Jake's never said nothing back in return. Um, oh, he yeah. seems to hide a lot behind social media. And when someone big pulls <laughs> him out, he's like, no, nah, I ain't having no part of it, you know? Um, yeah, he's been doing that for years, though. Um, <sighs> like, even yeah. a few years ago when he had beef with, like, the Sidemen and um, some other YouTubers, like, he he was gobby, but as soon as you chat back, man goes silent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That's typical Jake. Yeah. I would say it's typical Pauls, but I feel like Logan's really improved lately. Oh, yeah. Um, As a, I hate all the Pauls, to be fair. But um, they're doing bits like on the YouTube scene and um, like boxing-wise. Like, both of them are all right. Yeah. Um, before we touch on Ryan Garcia's performance recently against Callum... Oh, I can't even remember his middle name. <laughs> uh Ryan Garcia's recent performance. Sorry, I'm I've gone blank. Um <laughs> what is, what's your prediction for Logan Paul Floyd and how would you approach it if it, you was Logan? If you was Logan, how would you approach that fight? I would definitely get a lot of training in because he is going against one of the goats of the sport. Um so I'd definitely yeah. get that training in, but I don't want to overdo it because if he overdoes it, he's either going to be too prepared and all of a sudden it's going to crumble yeah. <laughs> or yeah. he's going to just overdo it and just mess up completely in his camp. Um, how do you, sorry, how do you feel about the different weight categories? So Logan doesn't have to come down a weight and Mayweather don't have to go up. They stay at whatever weights they want. Would you come in heavier? Cause I know I would, I'd go heavy as possible and just try and get the early KO. I don't know, there's kind of pros and cons to both, uh, like, not changing the weight and changing the weight. Um, yeah, because... If you change the weight to, like, a set weight, it'll be more fairer. Um, yeah. But since they're both typical just big guys, I think it is kind of better that they kind of stick to their own kind of weight. And as you said, I would definitely bulk up, um, definitely get yep. big, again, especially yep. against Mayweather. You want to be as big and hard as you can yep i couldn't agree more in that sense i feel like if you go into that fight um and only learn one you don't even have to learn loads of combinations i'd learn exactly. one combination to the point where i know it better than anyone else in the world that's all yeah. i train for that one combination whether it be 
left, like throw a left jab, come round, right hook, like take mm. a step to the left, right hook. Honestly, I'd master that one combination. I wouldn't post anything on social media about that one combination. Yeah, I'll just I would try it. Exactly. As you said. McGregor, no, not McGregor, sorry, Mayweather is very much a slow starter. He's known yeah. for it. He always will be. He likes breaking down his opponent, wait until they're tired, and then work around them and do whatever he wants to do. And it has worked. Um, yeah. As we have seen in his, most of his career. He's got the but, best record out of any boxers ever. Exactly. Uh, as you said, all you need is a really good camp um, yep. and just train in one specific area. And once you've got that down to a T, don't post anything on social media because otherwise then people will know and, they'll, yep. and they can sit there with footage and analyse it. Mm-hmm. See, where does he hit? How does he hit? But if you keep silent, they're going to go, what's they going to do? Yeah. And I must admit, Logan has been very silent throughout the whole of this, um, like, build-up. They've obviously had their beef where they're saying stuff on social, but isn't posting footage, which I think yeah. is quite good of them both. It's smart on his play. Um, um, and definitely very different, because yeah. we already we always kind of saw the polls as these guys who just came out, footage everywhere, footage doing this. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, they're both kind of very quiet and very behind closed doors so it's um very weird to see but a good thing to see at the same time yeah well what was your thoughts on the ryan garcia fight then um generally i I kind of liked it um like it seemed okay as you say he's a bit of a pretty boy um yeah but fair play to bloke yeah, former champion. Decent fight. Decent mm-hmm. fight. I mean, the fact he dropped him with a body shot is a lot. That's a bold statement. Oh, exactly. That isn't like hitting someone in the head. That isn't like yeah. KOing someone. So the, they, he physically stopped himself because he couldn't work no more. His like organs tensed up. Yep. Um, lovely kidney shot, by the way. Couldn't yeah, have asked. Very good. That was such a um, good thing. Yeah. He dropped very fast. He took about a second and then he dropped to his knee and then the ref called it off because yeah. he yeah, he couldn't breathe. Um, but they did meet up afterwards. They spoke about the whole situation. Now they're mates. Um, a lot of respect for being a former champion as well. Uh, oh, he didn't yes. go out there and it, it was quite a close fight, I think, throughout the whole fight. But oh, yeah, it was very bad for... Yeah, they both knocked each other down once and yeah i mean it's the first time ryan garcia got knocked down he stood right back up he looked fresh clean like yeah it wasn't affecting him so yeah, fair play to like, it was probably in his head you probably think oh oh god um as he went down but as you said he, he just got up and started a fresh new mindset um just came out of the box and was just like right let's get this done yeah, super fast up. But yeah, I think that's it for boxing. Do you want to move on to MMA? Yeah, sure, let's go on to MMA. Right. So, so the first topic, what are we going to do first? 
fancy a bit of Conor McGregor and Poirier, the most recent fight out too. Well, uh, sure, lot. let's go. Um, so yeah, what should make a Conor's performance? And obviously, um, even though he did get the loss, um, which I'm a bit gutted about as a um, McGregor fan. Um, Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll admit to that, yeah. Um, <laughs> but fair play to both parts. Um, like we have seen on uh, social media, because especially where McGregor's always on it, we have seen some of the stuff he's put in, and he has trained. Um, and I really thought McGregor would win this, but Poirier just came out and clearly just put his foot down and said no. Um, so. Fair play on the guy. What's your reaction to Conor McGregor's recent tweet where he uh, came out and basically said he trained too much for boxing than he did MMA? Um, I think it's a bit of a mistake that he's done that. But at the same time, it might work out, might like help with his stand-up game. But yeah. when he's in the MMA sport, you really want to train for MMA and not boxing yeah i've always thought that's connor's problem though he couldn't ever make up his mind on what he wants to do um he's come out in the past and said he wants to do boxing he's come out in the past and he said i'm gonna focus on mma um he said we was gonna see a masked glass performance and to put it bluntly i don't think we saw anything close um i wouldn't call it masterclass no no we saw a very short-lived fight but i don't think i've seen poirier land more shots you know he got a bit reckless towards the end of the first half but he landed every strike and he had to be clinical Um, oh yeah Poirier did well yeah Conor McGregor was limping off the out the octagon because he couldn't walk on that foot his calf got messed up them low kicks they are very much in in the UFC at the moment Um, and MMA in general oh yeah leg Um, kicks can be very deadly yep I watched um, many like UFC fights of recent time and they're starting to focus on it more because obviously that's the smallest muscle in your leg. And if you can weaken that muscle, you can't stand and a lot of people can't handle it. You just hit that muscle and if you get a really good hit and after a while of just pounding and pounding and pounding, uh, it's just going to ache and hurt. Like there's no way around it. Like, you can be the world's strongest man, but after a while, that muscle's going to get beat down and it's going to hurt. Yep. I see. Um, it was quite sad to see. It's like seeing a legend fall. He's oh, exactly. slowly. It's like watching Tony Ferguson in the last two fights. Exactly. You know the end is coming, but it's sad to see. He's yeah. a legend of the sport. He's the first person, am I right, to win two titles? Um, two uh lightweight titles yeah and the lightweight i think that's correct yes, um obviously um, Khabib holds them all now but oh, yeah, uh, that's another story clean house but but it's quite sad to see connor go out like that um his kids and wife were very emotional after the fight obviously I seeing see. his dad yeah seeing his dad limp off and um but connor's all well now uh, he was fishing with his son the other day. I saw on Instagram. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it could have been worse off. Um, it's yeah, quite scary to see Connor get knocked out, though, wasn't it? The... Oh, yeah. Um, it's a yeah. very big thing to see him like that. Um, like you can even see in some of the pictures 
after the fights, but you could see how shocked his face was even when he was on the floor. So even you can even see that even Connor was a bit like, oh god. Um, but fair play to him after the fight. He's as you said, he limped off, but within a few days, he's instantly jumped back to his lively self, uh, being a nice, good family man. Yeah. What was I gonna say? Um, obviously, it was a big fight. Was you expecting less from Dustin, or what's your overall take on Dustin's performance then? Um, I came in thinking that obviously Con would win, as I uh, have stated. But yeah, because obviously it's happened before. Con has come in and messed up Poirier a bit. Yeah. Uh, fair play to him. Obviously, he was the underdog in the fight. Everyone was like, "Oh, McGregor's gonna mm-hmm. clean house him again." But no, he's come in. He's done well. He's managed to defend himself in, and then hit those like hit those shots. Um, like some of his hits were very like phenomenal. Yeah. And then he got McGregor on the floor, and that was just it. Yeah, I mean, from the press conference the night before, uh, I could really tell the sank different about Poirier this time. He weren't the same bloke, you know. Yeah. Um, Previously, obviously, Connor got in his head a bit, uh, started messing them up a little bit, like getting him riled up before the fight. Um, and it paid to his favour, to be fair. Yep. Um, do you reckon there's going to be a number three? Um, uh, it would be nice to see a number three, because where it's a 1-1 one, one situation. Um, yeah, they both want it. But at the same time, it might go, as much as I hate to say this, it might go to Poirier again. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's like been with him twice now so he's going to know what mcgregor can do and the reason i think he lost the first fight was because mcgregor wasn't this massively known guy he just came in talked to talk and walked the walk um and then mashed him up and left um but obviously now it's been years into mcgregor's career you're going to know things about him you're going to know his behavior traits so he's going to learn his behavior and kind of just blank off or work around it. Yeah, I mean, as much as I hate, I hate to say this, and I'm probably going to get a load of hate for this, but I do think Conor McGregor's prime is over. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't see the man stepping in the octagon more than another two times. Maybe a oh, Nate yeah. Diaz rematch, and maybe a Dustin fight, which I predict it lose both. Honestly, my honest opinion, yeah. I reckon he will lose both fights. Um, and I hate seeing it. I hate saying yeah. it. Um, Definitely passes prime. But this leads us perfectly on to our next topic. Dustin Poirier currently standing as number one on the lightweight division. Obviously, Khabib Nurmagomedov hasn't lost his title yet. Uh, Dana still yeah. believes there's something there. Um, what's your make on that? And if Khabib does officially leave, does that mean Dustin's going to be the new lightweight champion? Um, probably, yes. Um, as much as everything, single fan, I think, in UFC, um, wants to see him come back for one more fight, uh, to make that, oh, yeah. they want that 30 <laughs> bomb. Um, and you can tell even Dana White wants that 30 bomb. Um, so badly. I think one, because it would just make it look good. And two, I think it's just business in it. If, if you manage to get a fight yeah. coming back and getting a 30 bomb, it's going to make seriously loads of money who would you want to see that with though 
I don't know. Fresh I think it would have to be with a big name. Um, it definitely can't be with a small guy. Um, it would have to be a main, big hype yeah. fight. Um, but looking at the roster here, who have we got? Charles Oliveira, Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, uh, Tony Ferguson. Honestly, I within that top five category, the only person he hasn't really fought is Charles Oliveira. I mean, yeah. I think he's fought Michael Chandler. I can't quite remember. I can't quite But remember. even so, I don't see Michael Chandler beating Khabib Nurmagomedov, honestly. Charles Oliveira would be a very tight fight. Um, I feel like Khabib's got the better wrestling, so Charles wouldn't be able to do that. He wouldn't feel comfortable. But no one, when fighting Khabib, has stuck to their game plan. Yes. Their, like, what, how they fight. They've always tried to change just to, like, beat his strategy. No one's yeah. ever stayed their same fighting technique. Um, oh, yeah. Khabib's a very tough bloke. You you always kind of have to change the way you are just to try and get yeah. into him. Um, and as we've seen with his career, it he, he just is unstoppable. Um, you can't do anything against him. Lost one round in his whole career. That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And that round was close. It was uh, with Conor McGregor. I'm going to... I do believe. Um, he's yeah. Currently sat, he, Conor McGregor is currently sat sixth behind Tony Ferguson at fifth. How do you feel about that? Um, I think it's fair because, as we've said uh, previously, he's past his prime. And yeah. the past few years to Conor McGregor haven't been the kindest. Like He's had a few losses behind him uh, and like stuff like that. But obviously he's got one dub uh, against Cowboy. But uh, yeah, well, I'll see them too. So Conor McGregor and Tony Ferguson at fifth and sixth. I currently see them dropping down more. Honestly, I reckon uh, Conor McGregor's got two more fights in him. Tony's already got one. Obviously, Tony got rid rid of his uh, coach and started teaching himself. Didn't really pay off in this last fight um, against Charles Oliveira, who did dominate the fight, and how he didn't break his elbow, his arm, or anything, I will never know. That was unbelievable. Oh, definitely. Um, but as much as it may have been a mistake for him to do that, um, I think once he gets into the rhythm, he might learn a bit from doing it in his own way. Um, so maybe yeah. maybe next fight we might see a better him, or it might see him get worse. Um, who knows? Yeah, I don't see him improving. But the Khabib the Magomedov situation, I don't see him coming back. I don't think he's going to get the uh, like the yes from his mum or such. Uh, obviously, he said his mum's in charge of it. Uh, yeah. He's met with Dana twice now, uh, and both times he's left us kind of waiting. But yeah. looking at this roster, I don't see no one who is remotely on Khabib's level. No. Um, in his uh, early career, we thought he was a spectacular guy. He came in, won a few fights, and we're like, okay, he's got potential. Um, yeah. But then we got to like this day and age, uh, like a few years into his career, and he's basically been crowned one of the best in the sport, uh, which is fair play. Obviously, he he went from an underdog to a goat. Yeah, very quickly. Um. Whilst we're talking about Khabib, I feel like it's, um, I might as well mention the fact that um, 
obviously Khabib Nurmagomedov is top of the pound for pound. Um, and obviously John Jones and him had a bit of dispute about that. Um, well, I'll say that John Jones got a little heated on Twitter about it. Um, do you feel like it's deserved or do you deserve, do you think John Jones deserves a bit more, um, should we say? I, John Jones has always kind of been a bit gobby and he's always done like mm-hmm. bad things out of the ring and in the, like, and in it. Um, he's always been talking, he's always been doing this, but I think Khabib deserves that pound for pound. Uh, other names on the list, such as George St. Pierre and Dustin Poirier is now seventh on pound for pound. How do you feel about that one? Um, I think that's a little bit... Uh, actually, no, I was going to say it was it was a bit too much, but now that I think, give it a good thought. Um, what did you think of that, though? Why did that originally think you come across that? Um, I think it's just where he's good but i don't really see him as a top fighter i think no. originally i was going to drop him down but then when you really look into his tapes and really look into his like sessions um yeah you can see that he is pretty decent yeah um i don't know if it's deserved a seventh maybe a bit lower in my opinion but yeah, maybe like holloway might for tenth yeah, Max Holloway sat eighth as well, which is quite a surprise to me. Obviously, he did demolish his last opponent, um, yes. and he's looking for big this time. Um, so that'd be an interesting fight. Oh, very. Yeah. Uh, Adesanya, the man, oh, the myth, the legend. Obviously, champion of the middleweight currently. Um, what do you see happening in that middleweight over the next five or six years? Oh, I don't know. Um, I know Adesanya is going to mess up the game for a decent while. Um, mm-hmm. But I think after Adesanya's gone, I haven't got a clue what's going to happen to that division. Because um, a lot of categories, no matter what kind of weight category you're in, um, every kind of couple of years, the different weight categories going on and off the radar. Um, mm-hmm. At the moment... It's the kind of lighter and middle kind of weights that are really that getting are off. That yeah, are really getting right now. Because mm-hmm. um, it is big name people doing really good fights, and we are seeing more potential from it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, looking at the top, say five, we've got Israel Asanya, Robert Whitaker, uh, Pablo Costa. Uh, obviously, Israel Asanya beat. Robert Whitaker and he's beat Pablo Costa now. Yeah. Um, there's Darren Tilt fourth, who I think is quite uh, interesting. Not young prospect, but he's he ain't too old. Um, I reckon him and Adesanya would be a good fight, especially if Adesanya is thinking about moving up to light heavyweight. Definitely. Um, I, as you as you said, if it. Like he's going up to light heavyweight, and I think that might be a good idea because, as good as he's being in the middleweight, I think he kind of he's completed that now. Um, like a video game, I think he's just come in one hundred percent completed it, and he's trying to find yeah. something out now. <laughs> so looking on to the next chapter, eh? Yeah, he's he's moving on to the sequel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there ain't looking at that division. I don't. Even, 
I'd like to see him fight Darren Till. Yes. Um, and then after that, I think he does move up. And I think within his first four fights, I'd like to see him fight Baholvich. Baholvich. Um, I mean, there ain't many people in that division, though, like heavyweight. It's oh, not uh, very... It's not a really big, big or popular. Um, uh, obviously, John Jones recently moved up um, to try and get a challenge at heavyweight, but even heavyweight ain't too popular. No, the, the two heavies aren't really... Uh, like getting spread around in the community um you get like the occasional names thrown around like overeem and jones and um yeah. stuff like that but <clears throat> when fights actually happen it's not really talked about like there there's there's a little bit of talk like you would have like a bit of banter with your mates in the pub you'd be like oh yeah. this guy's like oh this guy's having a fight and then you just leave it at that really yeah, I mean, the whole reason Israel Asani was going to go up to um, light heavyweight was due to John Jones, surely, because they were having a bit of back and forth, and um, they both want to be on the pound for pound and see how it is. But honestly, I like Israel Asani versus Baholvich. Um, yes. But uh, you've got Stipe at heavyweight currently, and Ngannou just behind. Um mm. I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like Israel Alessania would do better going up to heavy weight, maybe for an exhibition fight against Baholvich. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and then just staying at middleweight. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a massive fight. Um, I don't think he should move up fully. I think he should have a fight up a weight, but I don't think he should move up permanently. No. Um, he, unless he likes it, of course. Um, like he yeah, could but there's no one there. Do like one or two fights up there. Um, but as you yeah. said, there's no one there, so maybe do like one or two fights with some people um, that are maybe known or do have potential, um, but then just go back down to middle. Yeah, I mean, I see Uriah Hall at eight, and I think Kevin Holland and these people who have like they're slowly rising up the rankings here. Um, obviously rankings ain't a big thing in UFC currently, um, not many fighters do look at it, but right. it gives you an understanding of what's who's where and I think when it comes to fights, you've got to look at that top 10-15 fighters, and oh. when you can't if you can't name 3 or 4 of the fighters in the top 15 then I don't see the division going anywhere um, personally I think Israel Adesanya moves out that to light heavyweight and I reckon that middleweight division don't really become much. I think the main mm. talk would be back on the lightweight division. Um, yeah, I mean, the lightweight's obviously the biggest division at the moment currently. Um, obviously, Khabib, Dustin, Gaethje, Oliveira, Chandler, Tony Ferguson, McGregor, Dan Hooker, you name it, you know, Paul Fesner. Oh, good roster. Um, and it has been one of the major categories for years. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Like years ago, even heavy had um, a nice insight because there were some good people back then. Um, yeah. But nowadays, it is really just two categories that are really getting spread around the community. I mean, I don't know. Uh, the only good people in heavyweight nowadays is Francis Ngannou and Stipe, in my opinion. 
don't get me wrong, there's other good fighters there, but no one that I think's like, you know, you can bring the heavyweight division to life. I think they need an injection. What's your opinion on that? Um, yes, I do think they need something to kickstart a few of the categories mm-hmm. again, especially heavyweight, because they've gone very much under the radar. I feel like they need uh, a Khabib or a Conor McGregor-like figure, you know? Someone yeah, they need someone to come loud in. and makes a big performance. Yes, um, definitely um, we need someone to come in, uh, like, as you said, like Khabib or McGregor, to come in and just trash everyone, because then all of a sudden people go, oh my god, this guy's just came popped in out of nowhere. And you know, it's going to cause traction. Yeah. You know what would really bring it together? I feel like there needs to be an underdog who goes up and beats like Stipe or someone. Someone that he really wouldn't think would do it. And just like take the belt off Stipe. Um, obviously Francis Ngannou tried, didn't really work there. Talk about number two there. Honestly, I rate Francis Ngannou. I've oh, seen yes. his leg kicks, and they look deadly. Oh, Ngannou um, is a very good fighter. Um, so yeah. maybe if he does do it again, he might actually get the upper hand again. Who knows? Yeah, but it's just back and forth between them two at the moment. That's all I see. Um, I don't really see another um, person in there that could contest that of such. Yeah. Which is sad to say, because um, unlike boxing, boxing that had a really low spell in the heavyweight division for a long time. But now you've got the likes of Anthony Joshua, um, Tyson Fury, you have Deontay Wilder. As much as people hate on him, he yeah. is a great fighter. Um, yeah. You have so many people. Uh, Ortiz, um, he's obviously on the end of his career, but he's still a great fighter. Yeah. Uh, Ruiz, also an upgrade fighter, managed to beat a champion. Um, obviously lost in the second one because he come overweight, but still, I mean, they just need an injection of good players in the oh, like, exactly. heavyweight and the heavyweight. Like they should just look at other sports, um, as we've touched on, uh, like with boxing. Um, mm-hmm. Like they have got good categories and like they have got good people in kind of either kind of division. Um, and even with other sports such as like football, like when you get good players in your team, you're going to cause more traction to that team. Yeah. Um, I feel like Chelsea is a good example of that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Chelsea is a big team. Um, but they brought in loads of young players. Or David Beckham brought in loads of young players into the club. Like yeah. the likes of Kai Havertz, Werner. And at the start of the season, they looked scary. As a team, on paper, they look scary. Um, they just need a few people in that league to make it look scary. Yeah. Um, when I look at the leagues here, though, it's there's literally no one I can think, wow, you know, that could make a change. Um, yeah. I'd be quite interested. I know there's only a fantasy fight in it. It would never happen. Could be going up to like light heavyweight or something. That's mm. a lot of weight to make from a lightweight to a light heavy. Yeah, it's, it's a know? lot of weight. But... but even middleweight, if he goes up two weight classes, that would be insane. Maybe, right? yeah. Put it this way, because you could have Pablo Costa versus Khabib Magomedov, right? I think Khabib's got it, but Pablo Costa's the sort of fighter to run at you and start swinging. He's a very boxer-like fighter. 
Robert mm. Whitaker versus Khabib Magomedov. That is a huge fight. Adesanya versus Khabib Magomedov. Tell me that hundred million pound cash prize. That would, that would break records, probably. It would. The two um, biggest people in the sport right now probably going yeah. at it. Like Dana White would be flowing in money. Like he would be taking baths in it. <laughs> he literally would be. Um, but yeah, I just feel like they need a good player, not a player, but like fighter. Yeah, they need um, a good someone to boost it. Um, they need honestly, someone to light the spark again. Yeah. Talking of the middleweight, Darren Till. I mean, he's not the best fighter in the world. Sorry about that. Uh, That's fine. Obviously, Darren Till, not the best fighter in the world, but he's a good fighter nonetheless. Um, recently was in the news because they uh, he had a bit of a dispute with a copper uh, at a petrol station. Um, obviously... It didn't get too handy. Um, it was just a bit of arguing. But what was your thought on this current situation? I mean... Um, as much as he's a good fighter. Um, and But he has gotten a bit of heat at the moment. Um, as you, It's not major heat. like It was just a bit of a dispute. Um, it's not like he's yeah. done something drastic. Um but for years we've already we've always seen some fighters get into some trouble. Um mm-hmm. Conor McGregor, that's big yeah, McGregor. Um like even John Jones even had a bit of heat uh yeah. multiple times in his career. Um so we're not used like we're we're very used to seeing um sparks fly in a, in and out of the octagon. Um yeah. it's not it's it's just quite normal to see stuff happening out of it nowadays. Um but fair play to him. Yeah. Uh, Darren Till, obviously, if you don't know the situation there, he went to the gas station. He's um, immune. Like, they, he don't have to wear a mask, basically, for yeah. corona. Because um, he has breathing problems, I believe. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure on that. However, he does... Um, he is currently fourth, and so he is someone in that top of the middleweight division who is a good looking prospect of such um and so he went to the gas station the police officer stopped him at his car refused to let him enter his own car because he wasn't wearing a mask in the shop um obviously he only went in there for some baby wipes i think um nappies for his younger son um i think a face mask or something. There's like three really random items. Um, obviously, he was just going there after a training session, about to go home. But he got uh, the cop, who was a bit strict, I must admit. In the video clip I have seen of it, the copper was very strict and very forceful for no reason. Um, they should be handing out verbal warnings because obviously this pandemic's got everything in a flip at the moment. I oh, with the situation, um, it's kind of bad on both ends. Like, uh, both of them could have been a bit more cooperative. Um, but if Darren is exempt from wearing a mask, he could yep. have he could have uh, proved it in some way because normally you get given some sort of ID saying like, "Hi, I'm exempt." 
Um, uh, his excuse to that was the fact he left it at home, uh, which <laughs> obviously isn't ideal, but you can understand it's like it's a bit of paper at the end of the day. Oh yeah, um, I think if he said it was at home, I think there could have been a situation around that, like, oh, here's uh, this email, who is this number, and like email or phone some proof to us that you are. Yeah. Um, um, but he stopped him at his car, refused entry to his own property. Obviously, wanted to make a bigger scene out of it than what it was worth. Um, personally, I think it was a bit of jobs worth, but I understand what the copper was trying to do. Of such, um, he's trying to keep people safe at the end of the day. But obviously, there is um, some ways to it. Like they both kind of had positive and negatives to the situation. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's all I've really got to touch on. Unless you want to talk about Tyrone Woodley and his recent drop in performance. Obviously, the last couple of years have been rough in the world weight. Um, currently, Karmayu Usman uh, is holding the championship, Yeah, uh, which is good. But Tyrone Woodley down to seven. Uh, obviously, he was a very big fighter back in the day. Yeah, kind of was... what made that division... He made that division seem interesting. And Usman's a very good fighter, but I feel like it's a bit harsh. I know he's lost a lot of his recent fights, Woodley. Um, but yeah, it's another big legend to drop out, isn't it? Yeah, it's as we've touched on earlier, like I think it's just where you see the good players starting to go off. Uh, and you know eventually it might just end. Like We can see the decline in, in his um, career. So I think we are starting to get to the end of his legacy, uh, mm-hmm. which is sad to see. But at the end of the day, all things must come to an end. Yep. But yeah, that's all I've got to say on the matter anyway. Oh, well, definitely. Um, we have touched on some good points on boxing and on MMA. Um, and it's yeah. been a very good chat. Um, we've talked about it quite a bit um, in such a decent amount of time as well. Yeah, um, around 45 minutes, I think. From 45 minutes, we've touched on multiple subjects, and um, with all the subjects we have done, it's kind of kind of always included the next subject. Yeah, um, I do feel like we've done a quite an educational piece here about some of the recent uh, things and like what's the future hold for MMA and boxing. Oh, definitely. Uh, fight fans, yeah, fight fans around the world like love to see these sports grow. Um, it's sad to see some things that happen in the sport. Obviously, Darren Till got into a bit of a predicament. Um, like Conor McGregor, a once two-time champion, has lost it. You know, um, it, it's quite sad to see. But that's what boxing uh, fight fans yeah. are here for. They're here to see the big wins and the big losses. You know? A lot of people are here for the climax, to say. Uh, we are here for the big big fights uh, we are here for the big talks um but at the same time a lot of people like the fan talks because then they gain insight behind what people like about the sport at the moment and if you look at the fans you can kind of gather what's kind of interesting people at the moment yeah well that's all i've got to say on the matter i feel um it's quite I don't know. It's a rough time for MMA at the moment. Uh, it's coming to the end of an era, I would say. Um, 
Yeah, it's coming. There is a lot of young people coming in who are looking exciting. Oh, definitely. Maybe we may get another golden era at some point. But Mm -hmm. I think at the moment, um, like UFC and MMA in general is starting to come to a, I wouldn't say standstill, but it is definitely going out of its golden age. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for um, watching Sport Talk. This has been your hosts, Josh and Pacey. Uh, Have a good day.